is Karen and Tim Titus from Stampin' on the Back Porch, and we do a podcast about creativity, paper crafting, and life. So it's the end of 2020, and I think we're going to think of 2020 as the year we stayed home. It is, because we did. <laughs> Everything has been different. Even our New Year's Eve will be different. We have a, an eight-year-old grandson who spends... Nearly nine. ...spends every Christmas Eve with an overnight with us, and we give him his Christmas gift then, just because it makes it a very special time. And then throughout the night, an alarm goes off, and that means there's a new gift to open. So there are three gifts. An alarm goes off? <laughs> well, yeah, a, bu- a, buzzer, a buzzer, you know. Yeah. <laughs> And he gets to run, open a new gift. And those are always like little things that we're going to do right then. So it's either either a craft thing we're going to make or a new game to play. And so it's always been fun. And this year he was asking his parents, what am I going to do New Year's Eve? Because that's so much his tradition. So we were telling him, he and his, they're going to stop over. We'll do a, a, a driveway visit, you know, through the windows of their car on New Year's Eve. And I said, we'll have your Give Christmas him gift. gift and we'll have the three gifts for New Year's Eve. So you'll still have those to open. So I thought, you know, we do what we can to keep traditions going. <laughs> yes, we do. So this is the time of year when people in general, we like to kind of look back over the last year and then we look ahead to the next 12 months and kind of what we're looking forward to. So And make resolutions. No, nah, I don't. <laughs> ah, but we're gonna we'll talk about something we're gonna do for the new year at the end of the podcast. But so that's true. Here goes. There are a few lessons we've learned this past year. First, uh, yes, you can't always get what you want. Know that song? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I do. I heard someone say, "I don't think Mick Jagger had toilet paper in mind yeah. when he wrote that song." <laughs> But doesn't that kind of... That's good. Doesn't that kind of make... Jagger wrote uh-huh. that? Doesn't that just kind wow. of make... Um, you must have done your homework. <laughs> but doesn't that kind of just sum up this year? Yeah. I, I love it. So I guess that's going to yes. be the theme song for this year. <laughs> With the staying power of Mick Jagger. Wow. Yes. I think, you know, we look at everything we've always taken for granted, that there would be the food we want on the store, that there would certainly be toilet paper, that we could plan evenings out at a restaurant, that we could take our trips. I know. You know, and it's just the world turned upside down. And suddenly even the basic things aren't necessarily so basic, you know. It's just and really different inside things. out. Yeah, yeah. All kinds of changes. The flip side of that, we just learn to appreciate more what we do have, I think. Um, and we focus on the main things. So one, one of the other things that I think there's been a renewed um, thing, a realization that family matters. And this is universal, not just us, but I just think... A lot of families have actually, they've been better. You know, they can't see the older relatives, but they've been better about checking in, delivering groceries, doing what we can for each other. I know your family, you've talked to your cousins more than you have, I think, in the last 10 years. I know. We we do Zoom calls with relatives and my mother's cousins on my mother's side, cousins on my dad's side. and Different groups, different, different times. Different groups, yeah. And, it's fun. And I think, you know, that is something which is really interesting, which also makes me realize it's, it's really, we can appreciate technology, that we have something like that to yep. stay closer connected because your relatives are all spread out. So, you know, you can talk to people across the world and at least that brings us closer. And of course, science and technology are also, you know, I think of the old days with pandemics and you had no idea what was going on and you really couldn't see people. You know, technology has come a long ways with it has. working on the vaccines and helping us stay connected. The last pandemic, there was no no media at all. Yeah, 
hundred and some years <laughs> oh, ago. So, so an interesting, interesting. And I think the other thing is we just realize that how much we really need our friends. And you know, you 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 go that. How much you miss seeing them, and it's, and it's like if you can do Zoom or call, but sometimes phone calls are just way more important because than even just chatting on Zoom. Just pick up the phone, you know, have long talks with friends, and and check in, see how people are doing, how we're really doing, and you know, it's okay to be struggling. Reach out and talk to someone. So I think all of that has just come to so much more of an important realization. Can I just say that technology really keeps to advance, you know, continues to advance. We have friends that just got a gift from their kids, and it's a camera that kind of follows them around the room. It's, it was so cool. And she said something about there's books on it so she can read to the grandkids and actually have the books on there. So I don't know. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just interesting it's how, unbelievable. how things pick up. One of the other things this has really made me think about is your history in working in uh, chemical dependency yep. with teens and what we can learn mm -hmm. Think of from people uh, people that are living a sober life. What what they have learned in the Serenity Prayer and oh, I know, it's yeah, it's um, it's unbelievable that at a certain point we have to just kind of stop and accept what's going on and turn it over. Mm -hmm. And and I love that thought. I thought this is just a time where we can really learn from our sober friends the way they've been living their life is a lot to teach us because this is just this is very sobering all of this it's like mm -hmm. wow mm -hmm. life I, has changed and and we, can't and we realize it can just change overnight i mean we never ever thought it could it could change on an individual basis but on a global basis like this overnight yeah. is rather an amazing thing and i think it just shows us that people matter not stuff it is people health they, they credit the serenity prayer with, I think, Reinhold, a Lutheran theologian, and it's, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I can, I should. To accept the things I cannot change. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. He's been, he's been out of the field for a while. <laughs> I know. To accept the things I cannot change. To change the things that I no. can. Yeah, that comes first. And but the wisdom. Now that he's totally ruined that, but you guys know what he's talking about. The wisdom to know the difference. <laughs> the wisdom, yes. And I just think there's a lot of power in that, in yeah. just how we're living our life right now. Yeah, because this, this whole event in our life has been something that, that we can't change. I think one of the other things I think a lot about is how we have just learned even more to appreciate the little things. Just, you know, it's it's been a slower pace of life for many of us. And, you know, we have time to talk to people, time to take walks. I hear walking is just become, so many more people are walking, which is just great, just being out noticing that. Um, so, yeah, go take a hike, you know. <laughs> uh, we're cooking more meals at home because we can't go out. And um, you can't go shopping or things you might, you might do for recreation. And so instead, there's there's a huge boom in home improvement projects. And doing puzzles. Yeah. And people deep cleaning, rearranging closets, doing all that. Uh, and more time for crafting. I especially look at things like sewing. When, when all these friends, everyone started making face masks when there's a shortage. How awesome that people did what they could to help with that, you know, and I just thought, I mean, that was just really fun to see that. And it's just kind of brought a whole resurgence, I think, from there, just even also just crafting, doing what we can. All those things are stress relievers and 
there are also things you can do to help someone else out. You can sew face masks that are just totally needed by someone. You can make a card and give to someone to brighten their day. Write letters. Writing letters. I sent more Christmas cards this year than I have for, for a long With time. With letters. With letters. Yes, which is instead of, you know, just the, the regular thing. So um, I, I think some of those are really fun. I think we've also come to a new appreciation for essential workers. And by that, I, of course, mean all the frontline medical workers. All my heart goes out to them, the conditions they're working on, the long, long hours. Um, but also, everyone else, think the people that are doing the cleaning in the hospitals, the people that are caregiving for my mom and everyone else, the people at the grocery store that are working so we can get our food, all the delivery people, you know, everybody. Bus uh, drivers. You know? you know, and the flip side of that, these are all people we need, these people out there doing these jobs. And I just, um, they are essential heroes. And I also think the rest of the workforce, I was listening the other day, and I didn't write it down, so I might be off, but they were talking about 80% of businesses have found some way of letting some of their people work at least some of the time from home. That is a huge switch, you know, actually looking toward that. And 98% of those who actually have worked remotely during this time want to be able to do that at least part of the time when they go back to work. That is, and I just wonder what kind of an impact. That is a huge that impact is. on how the world of work will look, you know, if you aren't in the, you know, where you're needed to be there people to people. You know, it's just going to be, a, you know, we don't know what's going to, the new normal is going to look like when all this is done. What, what was the statistic that you said that things changed? It was supposed to be in 10 years. Oh, yes. I, I heard, oh, I was listening to somebody saying that too, that uh, online shopping, you know, buying, you know, we've all started doing that of all ages, you know, we just, instead of going out shopping, but they were saying in 10 months of the pandemic, we reached what was forecast for 10 years from now on online sales. That is amazing, all condensed into this time. And so what an impact that will have. It is. It's, a, it's amazing. And then, and, uh, you know, I also just want to say no matter how things get, I think, you know, having fun is so important. And just being aware of what we do to have fun. Laughing is so good for everyone. It's one of the things I love about you know, the way we teach classes, our community, we, we really are lighthearted and fun. It's, it's the journey. It's the time spent together enjoying things. But just in general, watch those funny movies, laugh with a friend, whatever, whatever helps you find the humor of things. We don't find humor in a lot of the same things, but I well, think that's probably true of a lot of couples. <laughs> but I just said to Karen a month ago, I said, I'm really surprised that you laugh at so many of my jokes. I really, really am. I think I'm funny, but I didn't think Karen would think I was funny. Uh, but you do, I think. But but I do. And I think, well, I do. And I also think it's important to laugh together and have fun together. Yeah, it is. It is you know, it is. and we can be, you know, with everyone and encourage other people to do that too. So I, and, and, and the other thing is to have something to look forward to. Now, we're hoping we can go to Florida in February and... We're planning to, unless, you know, we just watch, like, the hospital and stuff, because we're going to socially distance there. It's not like we're going to be with anyone. Um, but we also don't know that. I mean, it's just like you can kind of make plans, but you kind of have to, yeah, they're all kind of whatever. And mostly I'm just looking forward to, oh, spring, being outside again, being with people again. You know, I just, 
no, we just kind of have to get through the winter and stay hunkered down. But, oh, there are, there are good times coming. There is. And I wanted to end with something about the new year. One of the fun traditions we did with our kids growing up, we always saved one gift under the tree. There was always a big gift that was to the whole family that always said, open New Year's Eve. No, it's actually open 12th night. <laughs> but we're making it new, about New Year's Eve now because we celebrated 12th night. January 6th? Yeah, January 5th or something. So we did the 12 days of Christmas. And then that last night, we opened the big gift together. And then the next day, we took down the tree and all the things. So it was kind of like the end of Christmas. We just like the idea of spreading it out and having gifts for a variety of things. But this year, we've already taken down the tree. Because <laughs> it never went up. <laughs> but what was, what was really fun about it was always something new to learn for the new year. And it was a family gift. So it might, you know, one year, it might be art supplies, of course, and it might be one year it was magic tricks and there were things for all ages in it. One year it was juggling, you know, so things that could just be for everyone. And I love that idea. And so I said to Tim just this morning, let's each think of something new that we're going to learn for the new year. I have mine ready, but I have no idea what he, what he's come up with. So you get to go first. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Well, mine has to do with Karen and This coming year, I've just become more aware of needing to listen better and pay attention to, to, I ignore some things that I shouldn't ignore. So I'm just going to be a better listener. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I didn't, no, I wasn't (laughs) expecting that and didn't need to be that, but that's wonderful. I'll take it. No, I'll take it. No. (laughs) I love it. On the other hand... No, I love it. I'm I was just, totally not expecting that. <laughs> I'm going to cook more balanced meals. No. No, I think I, 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 I could learn from mistakes, and I just need to be a better listener. Ooh, okay, that's all. Well, so he's got a really <laughs> meaningful goal. <laughs> it is meaningful. It is. Mine, mine was kind of meaningful, but it's different. You know, I, I've really been... Well, mine was probably not what you were expecting. No, it's not no. at all, but I'm very touched by that. I love it. So... Uh, for me, one of the things that I've done this year, I had put on some weight during the beginning of, you know, this being stuck at home and all that. And I just may had made a recommitment. I don't care about the weight. I care about my health. And um, just for several different health issues, I just wanted to be able to maintain and to exercise more. I just know that that is the thing that just gets hard. So I had made a recommitment to you walking. Hear, wait till you hear what she's going to do to do this. But in winter now it's too icy and slippery. And, you know, I just don't trust that I can go walking. So I do a couple of things that I've done for a long time. I actually have a hula hoop. And so I like to do what they call hooping. And I also... This is the best. And I also do body groups. So here's a shout out to them on the video. It's a little dance thing. But the thing about that is they do five-minute little dance exercise things. But I won't even do that with Tim in the room. So, you know, when he's... She doesn't. I just really... So I just decided the new thing that I would take up just to keep life interesting would be tap dancing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was his reaction. <laughs> tap dancing. That is so So I so think I'm going cool. to order this thing. You just put cleats on your shoes and you get a mat and there's a video. And I thought, you know, I need to do something fun. I realized that. <laughs> not, not doing it for anyone to see again. And? But to keep exercise fun. Are you going to have an audience? Yeah, that? right. I don't know. Well, I might because you guys, I'm so tech challenged. I don't even know how to work the DVD player. You know, Tim was gone for two weeks 
uh, uh, some time ago, I didn't turn the TV on once because I'm really, really not a TV person. Okay. So I said to him, you know, this comes with DVDs, and do you think I could learn to, <laughs> to put the DVDs and watch them? Because I don't want to have to have you around to put the DVD on for me. That's how little I know or want to know. How many remotes do we have for... That's the problem. We have four remotes for four different things. And that's the and, problem. And I've got a universal one that we could sync them all together. It's still on the box because I haven't... That could be something new for you to learn, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. No, okay. But anyway... I will continue to use four different remotes. So, continue conversation. What, what new thing are you guys... I would love to hear from you because we'd love some other fun new ideas of what people are going to learn in the new year. A little twist on goals instead. Just make it a fun. What's a, a new thing that you are going to learn? <laughs> Thanks for spending this time with us. It's a wonderful time to, 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 to be thoughtful about what's coming up. And uh, this is this year yeah. more than ever. It is. So see you next year. Bye. Bye.